It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Okay, how are those markets doing? Markets are in the green today, so that's good news. We had uh, a couple of rough days there, but that's to be expected in a bull market. You can't have every day with markets moving higher. Uh, so we had a slight pullback of 1% to 2%, uh, and today uh, those kind of uh, recovery stocks are, uh, are leading the way. And what we've seen is economic data continues to come out strong. U.S. retail sales uh, beating expectations last Friday. Uh, it rose 10% in, in March. And why is it so? Uh, important is consumer spending accounts for about 70% of U.S. economic activity. So again, uh, if people are getting back out there, um, stores are reopening at this point. As we all know, things can change. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's good for future stock prices. Uh, and also, investors have been expecting strong first quarter earnings. Uh, it appears that analysts were a little conservative on their expectations. Uh, we are seeing uh, results beating expectations by over 20% on average. And some of the companies that have already reported, uh, like Goldman Sachs, Coca-Cola, uh, and we're, ex- we're expecting really more good news uh, going forward. We're still in the early innings of uh, earnings season right now. And uh, so we're looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Okay, let's talk about our budget, the federal budget here. Uh, this morning, we've been talking about inflation, of course, uh, Bank of Canada and interest rates. Let's get your thoughts on that. Yeah, you're having a busy week, aren't you? Oh, you got federal budgets, you, you got that. BC budgets. I'm sure uh, you've got lot, uh, a lot to discuss out there. I guess for investors, uh, you know, it was kind of a non-event. Uh, there was not too much in there. Obviously, there had been a fear of uh, increasing the capital gains inclusion and things like that. But now there's more talk that they need more of a majority government in order to push any of this stuff through. So they might be waiting. Uh, and really, it was a lot about, you know, how to support the economy uh, through the recovery. Uh, you know, some notables were, you know, the vacancy tax, uh, you know, Canada-wide of 1% uh, for non-Canadians, uh, which, you know, will affect the real estate market not so much. I think some people were calling uh, for them to come up with ways to cool the real estate market more uh, more than what they did. Uh, and, uh, and also, there was a, a seniors payment for over the age of 75, uh, where you're going to get an extra $500 and a 10% increase to old age security. And definitely an advocate for low income seniors that uh, increasing OAS is a good thing. Uh, and, and for most out there, but uh, this one $500 payment again, uh, when they did that last year, you know, I've got a lot of clients in that age group, you know, they may have million dollar portfolios, so they don't need that $500. So there's other families that do. So that was just a thought that, uh, that I had there. So, you know, it's interesting to see what they're coming up with. But as we, you know, we expected, you know, spending, spending, spending. I mean, huge deficits, uh, a lot of debt now in the province as well as federally. Okay. So uh, we should also talk about the announcement of the Bank of Canada's interest rate this morning. I mean, they're clearly expecting a lot of growth from Canada later this year. They are. You know, it's it's exciting times. As, as I've said, when you come out of a recession, uh, especially what we just went through, I mean, it was not a normal recession. I mean, you had a total stop to the economy uh, basically in March of last year. 
and uh, which quickly kind of, uh, you know, we saw some recovery as stimulus came in and, and so on. But they're expecting growth of 6.5% here in 2021, uh, nearly 4% in 2022. Uh, that usually bodes well for the stock market as well. Inflation rose, uh, as I'm sure you've been talking about, to 2.2%. Um, a lot of that has to do with just coming from a low place last year. Uh, talking about in April, it could hit 3%. And so is that long term? You know, that's the question I get because inflation really does affect your retirement and cash flow. So say if you're retiring at, you know, 65 years old, you may have 30 years in retirement. So, you know, you don't want to see inflation at, you know, 5% at some point. Um, That could uh, affect your ability to, you know, uh, purchase things. And so we are, we do keep a close eye on that when we do financial plans. Uh, We're using 2.5% inflation, again, just to be a little more conservative, but we update those financial plans. So if things would change, uh, then we would increase the inflation numbers that we're using as well. Okay, let's talk about the idea of downsizing too, because like I, I've been thinking about this, right? Getting to that age where the kids are out of the house and what are the next steps going to be? Um, normally you would downsize like your home, but it's hard to do that these days because prices have increased so much. It's true. And, and the amount of calls or questions I'm getting about downsizing is the most I've, I think I've ever seen in my 20 years, uh, not just from current clients, from listeners uh, to CKNW as well. And we welcome, you know, people asking the questions uh, because it is, it is a, a big change in life uh, if you choose to downsize. So you want to do it right. You want to make sure you also have a plan. So if you downsize, you know, how much money are you going to spend on the, the new property um, and what does that mean to your cash flow? So there's a lot of positives to downsizing. You look at right now uh, in the lower mainland or even in Vancouver here, I mean, we've had home prices increase close to 10%, and we've really had condo prices kind of stay relatively where they were, maybe up slightly, uh, just for, you know, the reason that people wanted more space during the pandemic. So home prices have have increased more. So it's almost like a a good time to be downsizing. Uh, There was a time when condos were outpacing the price of homes. And so that, that wasn't as ideal, right? And so I think that's why it's more at the forefront right now. Uh, and you just think about it. if you sell your home here for one and a half million uh, and you look at moving to the Okanagan, let's say, or Parksville or wherever it might be, and you spend 700 or 800,000 even on a home, uh, you now have six, 700,000 that you could be putting into your retirement portfolio. And that, if it's generating maybe a 6% return, could mean an extra forty to 50000 for you a year or three to 4000 a month. Again, this is very uh, generally speaking, right? I mean, we obviously put together detailed plans for people to figure this out. Uh, but it's a way to, you know, have a more enjoyable retirement if you're a little bit, you know, cash poor, house rich. So just a thought there. Uh, also, legacy planning. It's a great opportunity if you're, you know, selling your home and you're buying something something that's less expensive, you may be able to help out your own children, uh, which I know a lot of people want to do, uh, break into that real estate market, right? So so there's a lot of reasons to look at it. Simplifying your life, that's another one. You know, instead of maintaining a 3,000 square foot home, you're obviously now maintaining something a lot smaller, right? So, right. So, so a lot of benefits to doing it. Um, you know, you want to start the process early. You, you want to talk to your spouse about it. Not all spouses agree on whether they should be downsizing or not. And so so it's I when you start often. It's There's when no you start throwing that stuff that out. Either. Yeah, I think it's also when you start throwing stuff out. Not everybody's on board with all the stuff you're throwing out. 
100%. You know, there's a lot of emotional attachment to things. Some people just generally like to keep a lot more things at home than others. So, so you want to have that discussion early and, and try to have a plan if you have a spouse. Um, and again, eliminating stuff uh, when you look, when, when you are actually moving. I mean, you want to donate to those people who do need things right now. Uh, and, and again, just make sure you're buying a house that you can afford, that you're going to enjoy. A lot of people start looking at downsizing too when, you know, there's just too many stairs, right? I think that's a big one. There's too much house to maintain, yes. you know? So, so there's a lot of reasons to do it. So just talk to a financial advisor about it before you do make that change uh, and just really try to understand the real estate market that you're dealing with right now, uh, as well as if you're moving uh, out of the city, which I, I think we've had almost 10 uh, clients over the past year move up to uh, the Okanagan or move to the island. And right. uh, and again, that just takes a little bit more conversation and a little bit more planning. But it's definitely doable. Uh, so if you're looking at, uh, at downsizing, uh, then always, again, talk to a financial advisor. As always. Thank you so much, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week and enjoy the sunshine. Oh, you too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team directly at 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.